Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I let way too much of that record drop, but because Donda is not technically released, I don't think I'm going to get copyright stricken. I see these these little uh, HCDQ, high quality, full definition versions floating around the internet. Not a single one has been taken down just yet. So, you know, if you don't want us to keep rinsing these records and beating them down to the ground, Kanye West, easy solution. Drop the album. But anyways, welcome back to the Tall, Dark, and Ratchet podcast. I'm your host, Marcel Williams. This is episode 76. And uh, what you just heard there was Kanye West, The Weeknd, Lil Baby, and Hurricane, which we don't know if it's actually going to be on Donda or not, because Mike Dean sent out a tweet earlier today saying that, you know, trying to get a poll going to see whether or not the original version with Aunt Clemens should be the one on the album or if it should be this one. So I don't know if uh, we're ever going to get this project. Rumors are circulating that, Kanye's just waiting for Drake to drop so that they can compete. Hmm. But we'll see. Let's kick things off. I'm fully vaxxed and I still can't do shit. So it is still, in fact, a pandemic. I mean, I can, but I've become way more introverted now than I have ever been in my entire life. When you lock me up for a certain amount of time and then you you let me out, I'm like just kind of peeking, perusing, trying to see if it's safe to go outside. But I haven't really been going outside. Well, that's a lie. I've been physically outside, but I haven't been going outside, if you know what I'm saying. So last night I went and got way too intoxicated. And uh, you know what? People are nice, even during a pandemic, because I was walking with my friend down the street, walking them home, and there was a little bit of a gathering. I wouldn't call it a party. There wasn't enough people. There was maybe, there was under 20. And it was like in a townhouse kind of a complex, and they were barbecuing. Now, granted, we had just finished eating copious amounts of steaks, so I wasn't interested in the food, but then they gave us some drinks, we kicked it there for a bit, didn't really talk, which was kind of weird, you know, because, you know, these people invite you, you sit down, you're all outside, and not having a conversation with anyone. I was just sitting there, sitting my beverage, just kind of staring into the night. But it was cool, you know, I like that people are still, you know, welcoming strangers, uh, into their area, into their zone. So I'm here for that. So shout out to those people. I didn't retain names because, again, I was far too intoxicated. <sighs> How's everyone's uh, Monday? You know, uh, it's Sunday as I record this podcast. I've been pushing these back always to the last minute, and I got to stop doing that because um, it gives me a little bit of anxiety. But I'm also a master procrastinator. So you know, um, these things just kind of happen. And I don't know if it's, uh, if it was something that I did yesterday, but my whole thigh is killing me. Can you have a broken thigh? I don't know how I would have broken it, but you know, the meat itself, I guess doesn't really hurt the joints on the inside. Maybe I'm just getting old, but 
Yeah, I was having a hard time walking. So what did I do? I forced myself. I just kept walking today. I did a lot of walking, dropped off a gift to someone who wants nothing to do with me. Um, They blocked me a couple of weeks ago and it's their birthday today. So of course, being the toxic person that I am, made a custom birthday card with Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck from 2004 and also 2021. Because that's my level of toxicity, you know? And I also put A-Rod crying on there because I felt like it was fitting. But it's neither here nor there. Um, There's been a lot of things that went on this week in terms of uh, music. Of course, there was the verses. Jada Kiss was the MVP, undoubtedly. So this is his second verses where he's just entirely just demolished. So shout out to Jada Kiss, man. I mean, we got to give this guy his flowers while he's still here to smell them. Um, so yeah, so Dipset versus the locks, it was nasty, but you know, it's, it just goes to show that it doesn't necessarily matter what the discography is. If you don't have the performance to back it up, cause Dipset came in looking real cool. Um, and, uh, it just didn't, just didn't hit, you know, it was very unfortunate to see, um, especially in New York for Cam to have been booed at some point in time. Nasty, nasty work. But, you know, uh, shout out to the locks. They immediately, right after that versus performance, hopped on a jet and all three of them recorded a verse on Kanye West Donda, um, which, of course, uh, a couple days later, he had the stream of his listening party. And say what you will about Kanye West and his antics, that man is entertaining. And if there's, you know, if there was ever any question about him having fallen off because he put out that gospel album a couple of years ago, and a lot of people were like, ah, we don't want this, you know, non-secular music. And, uh, you know, you, you thought maybe he had missed a step. No, Kanye West is still undoubtedly one of the best, if not the best, producer slash artists of our generation. The guy knows how to put songs together. He has so many features on this project. Whether or not it'll ever actually drop is a whole other you know topic of conversation. It was supposed to come out a couple of weeks ago when he did the first listening party, then the night of this last listening party, but we knew. He was recording moments before the show actually started. So you know that those songs have to get mixed. And right now, you know, people are are speculating on more, you know, features being added and some things being amended. So who knows? It's right now at 24 records, which I don't know if is an ode to Kobe Bryant or not, but I thought it was going to be a lot, but those 24 records are hard. And and for the people who were trying to say, ah, this is not it and whatever, whatever, like, do you have ears? Do you sonically know what music is supposed to sound like? Because that shit was beautiful. I loved it. There was one record where Kanye was really Kanye-ing. He was, he was spitting like it was 2004 and he was hungry again. He was talking about his relationship with Kim. I got goosebumps. I watched the stream event twice. And I've been listening to some of the songs that have been circulating and floating around. And uh, I got to say, man, like I'm excited for this to finally drop for the dsps i don't know when they're saying i think they said august um august 13th so this friday coming up i don't know if that'll actually be when it comes out because i'm really it's starting to look now that he's trying to compete neck and neck with drake because why else would he keep pushing this back drake's already said that he has it his album ready it's supposed to be dropping before end of summer so i don't know It's all looking very close, but anyways, 
Uh, and then of course, Academics dropped his first episode, or I guess a trailer or a sneak peek or a pilot of his podcast off the record. And it featured WAC 100 and Takashi 69 Say what you will again about this little rodent child, but that guy's entertaining. He went on Clubhouse and shut the whole app down. There was I, I popped my head in there for a quick second. There was over 6,000 people in attendance listening to this feud go back and forth. 21 Savage joined in. Academics was in there. And uh, there was a lot of talk about you know celebrity boxing matches. So even on the podcast between Academics, WAC 100, and, and Takashi, they you know, teased the idea of him potentially squaring up with Blueface for a fight, Lil Dirk, and then of course, 21 Savage. Um, But what I don't like from these whole situations is that, you know, some people, whether they are legitimately in the streets or not, something can happen through all of these things that keep, you know, these, these conversations and these arguments, something can happen. And I would hate for it to, to be right in front of our faces saying like, you know, if, if people keep saying this and keep saying that, somebody's going to get touched. And then if somebody ends up actually getting killed over this, it'd be very dis... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It'd be disheartening. It would also be disappointing. And it would, of course, be sad. So let's just hope it just sticks to being antics because if it ends up being a real-life situation, that would be very sad. So anywho's, let's get into uh, this week's Who's Man's Is This? Because these things, I think, can only happen in Toronto. So without further ado, here's this week's Who's Man's Is This? Who's Man's Is This? I need to know. I really need to know. And who man's is this? Now, I say these things can only happen in Toronto, but the reality is um, this kind of shit happens in New York all the time. But the fact that it's happening on the TTC, a little concerning. So here's this week's Whose Man's Is This? Ain't no fucking way, boy. Boy, ain't no 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 way. So if you're just listening in, it's a man who is clearly without a home. And he's on the TTC in a jumper, very similar to what Dave Chappelle would wear during a stand-up show, and a mask. But his mask isn't on because he's very busy making out with a pigeon. I'm surprised the pigeon allowed this man to snag him, bring him down to the subway station. They board a train and then just make out. There's a lot of uh, questions here, concerns about lack of consent, because I don't know how willing this bird was to be a participant in this situation. So my heart goes out to the bird and its family, because this is probably very traumatic for the entire lineage of birds. Um, but that's your whose man's this. Somebody come claim this guy. Uh, now, the ratchet of the week this week. Could it have been better? Yeah. But, you know, I saw this and I was like, you know what? It's not good enough for whose man's is this, but this guy's definitely something. Something gives me ratchet aura about this guy. So here's this week's ratchet of the week. That nigga know he out here wilding with that damn chain on. Nigga ain't got no business with that chain on. 
Well, what the fuck got going? Oh my goodness, that motherfucker. Do your chain hang low? Do it wobble to the floor? That nigga take that bitch literally ugly. Does his chain hang low? Yes. Now, obviously it's fake, but where do you get a, a fake chain that big? And if it is real, how much do you think that that would be worth? My guess would probably be around, you know, a quarter of a million dollars. I mean, if it's iced out, there's a lot of different things and possibilities and, and uh, you know, outcomes for how much this thing would, would be worth. But where do you even get a fake chain like that? Or is it an amalgamation? Does he have a bunch of different chains just kind of, you know, linked up together? I don't know. I've got questions, but I'm never going to get those answers. Now for the toxic this week. And uh, here's the thing. I am constantly on a hunt for toxicity. Uh, as I've said many times before, toxicity is in fact my love language. So I put out a question on my Instagram asking for recommendations. I needed TV shows or movies that were high in toxic energy. Now, one that I received was this movie that I watched and it was... Uh, it was wild, man. I'm going to play a bit of the trailer here. It's a movie from 2016. It's called The Adulterers. And it says that it's a thriller, but I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll show you a bit of the trailer, and then we'll, we'll discuss. This is Samuel Dupree. Oh, hey, how y'all doing? Presentments and tulips. That'll do. Today is our one-year anniversary. Your wife is a very lucky girl. I'm the lucky one. no need for all of that i don't know you were cracking his wife's cheeks so i'm gonna spoil this just because if you go and watch this i'm telling you right now don't let it be based off my recommendation because the acting the writing the entire plot of this whole thing was pretty caca to be honest um but yeah this guy as you can see there he it's his one year anniversary with his wife he goes uh, on his lunch break, I guess, to, to come bring some flowers and some chocolate. He's very ecstatic. He's like, oh, I can't wait. You know, I love this lady. Then finds out that she's getting her cheeks clapped by this gentleman over here. Now, the rest of this movie is pretty much just this. Him with a gun to both of these people, um, having them beg for their lives. But there was certain parts in it where I was like, this is uh, not very realistic. Now, if I have just walked in on my significant other, there's just certain things that I wouldn't default to ask right away. This guy was, one of the first questions he asked was, did you pork her in the butt? Huh? What are you talking about? And why would that guy admit to it? I would have just been like, nope, didn't do shit. What you saw was an illusion. This is all made up and it's all going on in your mind. And then it gets even weirder and more toxic. I, I will say this, in terms of toxicity, A1. In terms of just like general consumption for a movie, it's very, very poo-poo. But there's a part in there where 
this guy who's, who's sleeping with this gentleman's wife admits that he himself is also married, has a child, but has another child on the way. Now, of course, this guy ends up getting him to call his wife. And then she's on speakerphone and the guy gives the choice. He's like, look, do you want me to kill him or do you want me to let him go? And then she's like, take me off speakerphone. So then he starts to talk to her and he's like, oh, okay, cool. Then she shows up and then they smash. Keep it to account she's pregnant with this guy's child. They smash right in front of their significant others. Now, if that's not getting even, I don't know what is. But that guy definitely bargained for a little bit more than what he he wanted. But what's even crazier is that the wife claims that she was only smashing this guy well maybe not only smashing this guy but he was also because the guy went rummaged through his pockets found a wad of cash she was getting a loan for their anniversary gift now that's toxic but let me ask you the question is it really so if i'm if somebody is cheating with someone else but it's for the person that they're cheating on. Does that kind of absolve them a little bit? Like if I'm smashing someone because I'm trying to get a thousand bucks to buy you a gift with it. I don't know. There's some gray areas there. And then he gets the guy to give like have his wife dome him off right in front of him, which was definitely giving some cuck energy because, you know, it just wasn't necessary. So if I spoiled it for you, that's fine. It's really not that great of a movie. But another recommendation that I got a bunch for, which I didn't think it was a real thing. So when people kept telling me the name of this show, I kept thinking that this was, that they were just kind of saying like Love Island, but then they called it F-Boy Island because it's, you know, Love Island is full of of fuckboys. But turns out there's an actual show called F-Boy Island. Now, I haven't watched this trailer yet. I wanted to save it so I can give a genuine reaction. It could be great. It could not be. Who knows? But if it's good enough, then, you know, maybe I'll go and actually watch the show. So for the first time, let's see what this uh, HBO Max show F-Boy Island has to offer. They look like angels, but they're really the devil. Women have been forced to tolerate the manipulative douchebaggery of F-Boys for far too long. And that's why we're here. Welcome to F-Boy Island. Ladies, the three of you are hoping to find love in this tropical paradise. I'm over the players. I'm at a point in my life where I'm ready for love. What you should know, there are 24 men Twelve of them are nice guys. The other twelve, self-proclaimed F-boys. Bro, bruh. Bro, bro, bruh. He's really cute, but he looks like he's gonna ruin my life. It's up to these three ladies and you at home to figure out who the F is who. I don't even know. It's gonna be hard. Ugh. I like big boys, itty bitty boys. I like funny guys. I like silly guys. I like a big beard. I like a clean face. I'm hoping to have some fun and see who does have good intentions. He looks like a guy that has two phones. We're very intelligent women. We're gonna sniff out these troublemakers. I'm so nervous. I'm sweating right now. Legit. Let's play ball! I came here for a relationship, not for the game. I like her. But the twist? There's money on the line. Oh my God, what? Everyone has a chance to win $100,000. 
Nah, the, the, the purse is kind of light. 100K. But now here's the thing, right? So um, there's a bit more of that trailer. That was like a minute and a half, and I feel like it was dragging on there. But I do like Nikki Glazer. I didn't know she was the host, so that's good to know. All right, you may have you may have reeled me in a little bit here because of the twist, right? Where it's not just an island full of fuckboys. There's some genuine guys in there. But my question is, are you trying to say that fuckboys can't also be great men? Because I'm going to be a little offended. Because I would consider myself to be, you know, to have that duality. Where I could be a fuckboy, but I'm also a CLB, certified lover boy. So I may check this out. I'll probably watch one episode, but I do like when the the show is women, um, you know, trying to choose between men because I feel like men don't really know how to make proper decisions. They usually just think with their wiener and then that's that. Also, the fact that there's 12 guys that are genuine guys and then there's 12 that are fuckboys. I don't like the comment that she said where she's like, he looks like the kind of guy who has two phones. So... Maybe the guy's busy. Maybe he has, you know, business contacts in one and then all the friendships on the other. So, look, I, 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 you can't be judging people by the amount of mobile devices that they have. And that's for sure. And who's to say that these ladies aren't fuck girls, right? I don't know. You may have reeled me in with this show. It definitely gives me some toxicity. So I might have to check it out. It is on HBO Max. So I'm going to see if I can stream it illegally because Lord knows I cut out my crave. Um, but that's neither here nor there. So stay tuned. I may give uh, a review on F boy Island. Cause I've been recommended this show by at least, you know, seven or eight people who swear by it. And they're like, if you really are about that toxic life, you need to check this out. So maybe that's what I'll do uh, for the rest of my Sunday evening here. But regardless, uh, we are creeping up over time over here uh, around the 25 minute mark so everyone go spam Kanye West make sure that that Donda album drops because we need it and also spam Drake too while you're at it because we need CLB we just need more music and shout out to Nas who dropped an album which was also good so um, yeah a lot of music coming out right now but regardless um, I thank you very much for listening make sure that you go and leave a review if you're listening in on a DSP make sure you like and you subscribe on YouTube, and I will see you all next week. Peace.